So when you're analyzing if social media is working for you, you should see impressions and reach increasing as you increase your activity every week. So for example, if you did Instagram Live and you collaborated with someone and you're hoping that this brings more attention to your account, well, look at your impressions and reach. Did more people engage with you and see even see the post this week than versus last week? If not, then that activity didn't result in the result that you wanted it to. So that's typically a really great place to start. It's not the followers, it's the impression and the reach. And why I say that too is because oftentimes people look before they commit. So they'll look at your profile, they'll look at your post, they'll look around, they'll watch you before they say yes. And so you want to be able to see if they're, if people are actually looking. If nobody's even passing by your store, they're not going to come inside, right? So kind of making sure that you're tracking those metrics first, then you can look at followers and engagement and on and on down the list. Welcome to the Juicy CEO Podcast. Listen... It's time to give you some hard truths, so sit up and pay attention. If you don't know how to stand out online today, you have already lost. In order to create credibility, influence, and real staying power, you have to build a personal brand with some juice. So join me, personal brand strategist, coach, and breast cancer survivor, Monique Bryan, each Wednesday morning as I teach you all the tips and tricks I use to build my six-figure brand while in remission. It's time for you to get to that juicy CEO status by learning from some badass women in business who've been where you are, showing you that juicy CEOs are made, not born. So sit back, relax, and let's get ready to get into the juice. Hello, my lovelies. You are in for a super treat because we haven't talked about social media, trends, analytics, what to do, what not to do for a minute now. Because in all frankness, Monique's been a little bit disgruntled slash bitter from all of the changes. So I was like, I need to bring in some of the experts who do this every single day to, you know, help us out, help you guys out. We have a very special guest today. I would like you to welcome Andrea Jones, to the juicy CEO stage. And let me tell you a little bit about this queen. So she has built an online business committed to empowering businesses to utilize the power of social media in a positive and impactful way without being super overwhelmed and drained, as we all know. Okay, we know this is this is the name of the game. We are not going to go into 2022 with all of that hanging over us. Her marketing agency helps coaches, consultants, thought leaders, and passion-led online business owners impact and empower more people through strategic social media marketing strategies. With over seven years experience in the game, Andrea hosts the acclaimed podcast, The Savvy Social Podcast, serves over 200 students in her membership, The Savvy Social School, leads a robust team that provides done-for-you services, and was named top digital marketing agency in 2021. Woo! Let's give her some claps. Let's give her some claps. Welcome, Andrea, to the podcast. Uh, thank you so much for having me here. I'm super excited and honored to be here. Oh, I'm so happy to have you. I just been following you on Instagram. I love all the things that you do. I love the tips that you're sharing. So I was like, oh, please, please come and share this with the audience. And one of the key things, I just have to be like totally selfish and ask this question first, which is, do we have to be on all the social media platforms? <laughs> 
<laughs> oh my gosh. Yes. So this question is one we get a lot because it seems like everyone is everywhere. But my advice to you is if you are the one running your social, that's a full-time job. So if you don't have full-time hours to dedicate to it, then just pick one or two and kind of have that be your focus. Now, a lot of the clients that we work with are everywhere, but they've got a team to help them appear like they're everywhere. I was joking with a friend because over Christmas holidays, a lot of my clients posted their, you know, beautiful family photos that were planned in September. So some of the stuff that looks like it's spontaneous in the moment and you feel like, oh, I need to do that too. It was planned. If you don't have time to do that, that's fine. There's lots of other things you can do on social media instead. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for saying that, because that is one of the key things. My clients come to me and they feel so guilty because they're not on the newest platform. Right. And this is like what your this is like what your specialty is around the overwhelm. Right. So how can business owners manage their own social media if they don't have a team yet without being overwhelmed? Yes. So the first thing I want you to understand when you're looking at your social media is the role that it plays in your business. Because social media is actually plays a different role depending on what business you have. So if you have an e-commerce business and you sell luxury candles, social media is how you talk about your candles and you probably see conversions coming straight from social media. But if you are a high ticket coach and you sell coaching programs, your social media probably acts more as a relationship building tool than a direct conversion and lead generation tool. So you want to kind of understand the role that social media plays in your business first and then give yourself a time limit. Okay, this is how we stop the overwhelm because the apps are designed to keep you on there for a super long time. So they want you to keep scrolling because they want to keep showing you ads. That's how they make money. Right. But as a business owner, we can't spend all day on Instagram. We just don't have the time. So I suggest giving yourself a time limit, typically giving yourself a time limit, both for planning and creating your content. A lot of my clients are one to three hours a week for that piece. And then a time limit each day for actually going in and spending time anywhere from 15 minutes to an hour. So it really depends on how you want to approach social media. You get to decide, right? And then giving yourself that time limit, it reduces the overwhelming feeling because your only goal is to spend that time. It's not to get to, you know, 100,000 followers. It's, did I spend time connecting with my community today? Yes. Okay, I was successful. I love that. I love that giving them a time, giving a time limit and coming off. And it's so tricky, especially with Instagram, right? Because like you said, they're designed to keep you there. And TikTok's the same, right? It's like, it just keeps drawing you in. And especially with, you know, with Reels, it's even more, it's even more enticing. <laughs> More addictive, more wanting to go down the rabbit hole of things. And curious, what are some of the, like, I want to do, I want to talk about reels for a quick second. So, because this is something that I'm, I kind of resist just like a little bit. I'm like, I don't want to have to do one more new thing, Instagram. You keep changing everything and creating new things I have to learn, but I know they're super effective because I see other people getting really crazy results. So I would love to know just like from you, if we don't have all the time, what are some of the things we should focus on in terms of features specifically on that platform? Yeah, I would say follow the leader with Reels. So the biggest time suck is trying to figure out what's trending, you know, what sound should I use? What filters should I use? So find a social media person that you like and 
follow the trends and sounds that they're using. That will cut down the time that you're spending on this so much because there are people out here doing really interesting things and they're leading the way with what's happening with Reels. That's the first thing. The second thing is if you are comfortable with it, a lot of times it doesn't have to be this super edited video. So some people are producing these like they're like movies. They are movies. I feel such like such a slacker. These are like world renowned produced like friggin' Netflix films on their on their feed. <laughs> yeah, so don't do that. It takes a lot of time. A lot of my clients, the simpler the real, the more impactful it is. So an example is for one of my clients who's a life coach, we just made a quote in Canva with a like glittery background and it got 33,000 views. It got more views than the reels where we put in a ton of time and energy because people are like, oh, I relate to this. So it, I honestly think the simpler, the better oftentimes with, when it comes to reels, like the high production ones are great. They're beautiful. But like, who has that kind of time? Ain't nobody got that kind of time. And I love that exact tip. Like my assistant is listening. We are taking all of our quotes that we do on Thursdays and we are turning them into a reel because right now it's a static post. And I'm like, if all I can do is that one extra little step, super juicy, doing it. Meeks, pay attention. We're making that happen ASAP right after this recording. Okay, that is a perfect, perfect tip. What do business owners, like in terms of like a foundation, what do they need to have in place or what should they be working towards to be really focused on bringing in clients from their social media? Yeah. So there's a few different types of content pieces you can have, but ultimately the goals are aligned with two concepts. One, content that connects and two, content that converts. Okay, so when we think about social media, we got to start with the content that connects first because we don't want to be that guy who like went to the networking event and is just like handing out his business cards to everyone and he's like kind of greasy. We don't want to be that person, right? We want to be the person where like they had a really deep conversation with you and you go, man, I feel like I know this person. So that's the goal of the content that connects. And sometimes as business owners, we skip this because we just want to sell our stuff. We just want to sell it. That's what we're here for. We're like, please buy our stuff. Please buy our stuff. But we've got to have that connection piece to encourage people to buy it. They need to trust us and like us and get to know our businesses. Then we can have the content that converts. And when we think about conversion on social media, it's typically a micro conversion. So oftentimes that conversion to track the success of it, we're looking at different things than just the end result, than just the sale. So sometimes on social media, the micro conversion, if we're on Instagram, for instance, and say, click the link in my bio, well, look at that post. How many people went over to your profile? How many people clicked the link? Like before we even get to sales, are they doing the micro conversions, the steps along the way, the things we're asking them to do? And so when we're looking at social media, instead of looking at the end sale and wondering why it's not working, you got to look at the steps in between to see where the gaps are. So an example is, We've been talking about the podcast on my Instagram for a while, and we weren't really seeing a lot of activity happening. When we look at that, you know, click the link in the bio, people weren't clicking. And we realized that, you know, when we're posting this content and while we love posting it, 
it's not converting. So can we switch it up? Move that post to stories and suddenly people are tapping the link sticker in the stories, right? So it's sometimes just taking that concept and going, is this really working for me? And if it isn't, how can I change it to make sure that it is working for me instead of just continuing to follow the same plan that you've laid out and, you know, hoping that it magically just one day starts working? I think that's perfect because this takes us to like, the analytics, right? The thing that I find most business owners don't want to pay any attention to because they may have an internal conversation about I'm not good with numbers or I don't understand analytics or it's too complicated. And you're basically saying, you know, you're wasting your time if you're not taking the time to make sure that your efforts are actually doing something. Like if nobody's even taking that micro action they're not going to be booking a call and coming on and buying some high ticket program if they can't even click a link in a bio. So what other analytics, social media analytics, should business owners consider for measuring their success for their social media campaigns? Yeah. So oftentimes when I get a new consulting client and we're talking about this, the biggest issue is getting more people aware of them, right? So you're, you've been talking to the same group of people for a while, and you've said everything you need to say to them, you really need to start branching out and expanding your audience. So the biggest metric for this is impressions and reach. So when you're analyzing if social media is working for you, you should see impressions and reach increasing as you increase your activity every week. So for example, if you did Instagram Live and you collaborated with someone and you're hoping that this brings more attention to your account, well, look at your impressions and reach. Did more people engage with you and see even see the post this week than versus last week? If not, then that activity didn't result in the result that you wanted it to. So that's typically a really great place to start. It's not the followers, it's the impression and the reach. And why I say that too is because oftentimes people look before they commit. So they'll look at your profile, they'll look at your post, they'll look around, they'll watch you before they say yes. And so you want to be able to see if they're if people are actually looking. If nobody's even passing by your store, they're not going to come inside, right? So kind of making sure that you're tracking those metrics first, then you can look at followers and engagement and on and on down the list. I love that. So really, we could kind of ignore likes then. Could we? Yeah. Could we kind of, I'm so over it. Can they just take it away again? Like, I'm so bored of it. Who cares? Stop. Like, I get sucked into it. But I know people are looking at it, but they don't take the time to just press the heart. So I'm trying to ignore it. But what can we ignore the likes? Yes, please do. And I find myself doing this when I'm scrolling through the feed. I'm just like, oh, that's nice. And I never like it. I'm like, oh, I'm doing what I hate when other people do. <laughs> yeah, it's just like I'm not thinking about it. I'm just like... Hmm. Scroll, scroll. And the other piece of this is it depends on your industry. Like I was working with a divorce lawyer and her audience, her clients, they're not like commenting like, oh, I'm thinking about getting a No, they're not saying anything. So they're not going to do anything. So really, you know, thinking about how your audience is, sometimes they're not going to like a post, even if it resonates with them. Sometimes they're not going to leave a comment, even if it resonates with them. So look at some of the things like impressions. You can also look at shares and saves. You know, sometimes someone will save a post for later or they'll DM it to like their girlfriend. I think those are really important metrics to look at versus just the double tap. Love that. Hello, my lovelies. I hope you're listening closely because I'm about to come through with the juiciest of announcements. I don't know about you, but I am so sick and tired of Zoom learning and virtual connections. 
That is why I am so excited to announce that we have just opened applications for 25 badass women in business to join us in Miami in 2022 for the very first ever Momentum Personal Branding and Business Retreat. Yes, you heard me right. We go into Miami. But first, let's get something straight. This is not a raw, raw retreat or a conference. Momentum is a personal brand building experience. It's a three and a half day hands-on training where we get to work. I am partnering with some of the top experts in the game. I'm talking marketing, social media, PR, intellectual property, branding. And over the weekend together, we are going to show you how to position yourself as a captivating industry leader who gets those premium paying clients and aligned speaking opportunities without a huge following or hiring an expensive PR team. Basically, we about to bust your personal brand into the next stratosphere. Plus, you're going to enjoy a luxe venue with Miami vibes, get that decadent swag bag filled with pampering and business goodies, pose for a stack of juicy new lifestyle headshots, and of course, mouthwatering eats and treats that demand to be shown over on the gram. My favorite part is I've created the juiciest personal brand playbook that you're going to be able to fill out on the spot. So when you leave, you are ready to implement with strategy, confidence, and ease. So if you've been waiting for a sign that it's time to level up your presence and unleash your industry expertise, then this is the invitation that you have been waiting for. So here's the thing. We have limited spots available because we want to create this curated experience for every Every single one of you who get into that room. So once the spots are gone, they be gone. So if you know you want to be there, just visit bit.ly forward slash momentum retreat. Now let's get into the episode. So we talked a lot about Instagram. Let me talk about some of these other platforms that I'm not as familiar with. And you, like you said, you know, being on every platform is not the name of the game, but you have a team. And there are other people, some people don't even have a team and they're still on all these platforms. I do not know how they do it, but I would love if you could share like Instagram, if I don't know, do you, can you rank them? Can you rank them? I guess it depends on your business, but like for yourself, like which, which platforms are you like, I'm really loving this, this platform right now. I mean, we definitely need to talk about TikTok, which I know zero about. So I'm just even curious from your perspective, like who needs to be on TikTok and what the hell do we do over there as business owners? Yes. Okay. So Instagram, I would say, is my primary platform. And then I spend a lot of time on TikTok, partially because I'm studying it. It's my job, but partially because it's amazing, which I'll talk about. But I also really like LinkedIn. And I think that it's a big missing piece for a lot of business owners, especially if you work with other business owners or you collaborate with other business owners. Like if you're a speaker, for instance, you know, being on LinkedIn and looking at people who need speakers and showing up with authority there is it's so much easier than Instagram. I'll tell you that. TikTok, on the other hand, has one of the best social media algorithms that has come out in a really long time. Okay, so it's trying to serve up videos that the user will like. So every user's experience is different. What that means for business owners is that TikTok is actively trying to find people who like your videos and who will want to watch them. Whereas with traditionally with Instagram, in order for someone to like your content or even see it, they have to know about you first and then follow you. With TikTok, it's the opposite. Your feed is filled with videos of people you've never heard of before. And based on your interactions, it takes about 30 minutes to an hour. Based on your interactions, TikTok will start 
feeding you videos based on what you interact with, which is brilliant as a business owner. So my feed is full of like cooking videos and like life coaches and drag queens. Like that's my feed because that's what I love. That's the name. That's the title of your next book. Life coaches and drag queens. I'll take yeah, it. I'll take. I forget. I love that. I, that's a really. That's a really interesting piece. I did not know that about TikTok. That they are actively out and searching for people even when they don't know you. That is a big difference from Instagram. I feel like you have to. People have to know your exact handle with no typo. And someone had to send it before Instagram even gives gives you like the time of day on somebody else's platform. Like it's ridiculous. So I love that about TikTok. So would you say that? business itself is a good place. Because I always think of TikTok, I think of like TikTok dances, which I love to watch, cooking shows, which I love to watch. But for business specifically, people like, are people giving business advice over there? Like, what are you seeing? Yes, there's a huge, there's pockets of industries. So I'll give two examples. One is someone who I'm connected with who sells Canva templates, like as her product. And her whole TikTok is Canva tutorials. So she has business owners who see her Canva tutorials and go, that's amazing. And then obviously she's going to go and buy this template, right? And so she's seeing a lot of success in her videos. I always watch them, even though I know Canva, I'm like, I want to learn something new because it's so interesting to me. On the flip side, I see another pocket of people who talk a lot about like employment and getting a promotion and that sort of thing. So if you're a career coach, sharing advice on like, here's what to say when you're to your boss when this happens, or here's what to put on your resume, or here's when you need to update your LinkedIn, there's a lot of people consuming that content. If you don't create video, forget it. Just don't worry about the app. It's not for you right now. If you do like creating video, I, which I love, I find the in-app editing features to be some of the best that are out there right now as far as social media goes. And it's really easy for people to find your videos based on keywords and hashtags. So TikTok is actively trying to show people your video, which I like. I love that. Okay. All right. You have me a believer. I will put it on the schedule to go back again. This is third time's a charm and attempt to do something over there. Monique, get it together. Okay. So, okay. You brought up video, which is like perfect. You're like, if you don't like to do video, don't waste your time over there. But I have my own personal opinion about not doing video, like, and how that's just not allowed if you're going to be out here as a business owner. But I would love if you shared some of like the things you know whether you like it or not, work for social. Video does work. Like there's no getting around it. If you're not doing video, you're behind. That being said, you don't have to, you know, hold up your camera to your face and talk to the camera to make a video. There's other ways to make videos. And so I think tapping into those other ways could be very powerful for you. So one of my clients who's a life coach likes to just hand write things. So it's just her hand writing these like beautiful sayings and quotes and people love them. She doesn't like being on camera per se, but that's her way of showing up on video. So there are no excuses. You have to show up on video, but figure out a way that works for you and a way that make, is comfortable for you. I love that. I love that as a concept, just loving watching somebody. And the thing is, it keeps you also on the platform longer because you're waiting to see what they're going to write, which I really like. And a lot of people right now, especially if they're working from home, like they're not putting, they don't want to put their face on. So they don't want to make up on, they want to get dressed. Maybe they've been sitting in their Lululemons for two and, a, two and a half days, which I still don't approve of, but I get it. This is a way around that. I love that. I love that. So I would love to know 
If you had to pick one business tool for social media, like that helps you make your social, what that you would recommend, because I know you have team, but that you would recommend people have, whether that be an app or a software or any of that, what would you recommend? I think it would have to be Canva. I know, right? It's so good. It's so easy. (laughs) Especially now that they added in GIFs and video features. I mean, there's no, there's, no other tool that can do everything that Canva can do. They should. I need to be an affiliate or a sponsor or something. I totally agree. I've been trying to figure out how do I like get shares. I will recommend Canva 24 hours a day. Canva, if you're listening and you want to sponsor the podcast, please let me know. Okay. All right. Call us. Call us. <laughs> well, you have a social you have a social media podcast, so they probably should be reaching out to you already. True. <laughs> I'm going to follow up on that. Okay. Follow up, follow up on them. Follow up on them. So I know you have a really robust team. I've been on your website and I was like, scroll, keep on scrolling and more and more people showed up. So I would love to know, at what point would you advise a solopreneur to invest in a team for their social media? Where should they be at? You have to know what social media does for your business. I think oftentimes people don't know actually how it helps their business. So then they hire someone and they expect magic to happen. But really, that person's probably going to continue doing some of the things you're doing. And it's just like outsourcing anything else. There's a training process involved. It's probably going to go down before it goes up. And so you got to think about, you know, what impact does social media have on my business? If you can't answer that, wait. The second thing is you can outsource different pieces of social media. So it really just depends on what you need support with. Some people just need a graphic designer or some people want a video editor. It depends on what you need support with. You can get contractors to help with a lot of those things or even a virtual assistant. If you need help with the strategy piece, now you're looking at a social media manager, a social media strategist, or even an agency to come in and help you with that. So it depends on your level and your stage of business. And you can always kind of level up as you go. So start with where you are, get support with what you need support with, and then you can always get more expert support as your business grows. I love that. And the and the key, what you said was like, know how social media impacts your business. Like know what it's there for as opposed to just everyone's doing it. I know I need to be doing it. And I like the way you had said that if you bring on a team and you don't know it, they're just going to be repeating your mistakes that you're already making. They have nothing. Why wouldn't they? Right. So I'm curious, what had you pick this lane? What had you go into social media and making that the thing that you do eat, sleep and breathe for your clients? Yeah. So I, I'm one of those weirdos that like social media. Like I kind of like it. (laughs) (laughs) And then I'm in my love hate. I'm in my love hate stage. It could change. It could change. It does change. But so I have been blogging since 2004. I had a YouTube channel since 2007. I'm pretty introverted. So I liked the online space. I was there back when your friends were like, what are you doing on your weekend? You're recording a YouTube video. That's weird. (laughs) Now it's like, teach me how. Exactly. And I met my husband on YouTube as well. He was he's a YouTuber as well. And we kind of met and then got married and fell in love and did all that stuff. So it's in my life that way. But what I like about it is the opportunity that, that it creates for business owners. You know, starting a business today is so much easier than it was 20 years ago. You don't have to, you know, buy direct mailers or a billboard or a radio ad or anything like that. 
you can literally just use the power of the internet to start your business. And that's kind of what I like about it now. I'm with you though, in that I need it in small doses. I find that when I start to feel resentful a little bit, I'm consuming too much. Like that's my mm, warning sign. sign. Yeah. And I take a break. Like I over the holidays, I took 10 days where I wasn't on social media at all. I had everything pre-scheduled. I had my assistant in my inbox checking things and I was offline. I was like, I'm not, I need a break. And so I think it's okay to be like, I just need to take a step back from this because it can feel like a lot sometimes. Oh my gosh. I have to know, how did you feel during those 10 days? Were you having withdrawal? Did you try and like, did you find yourself picking up your phone? I have like phantom phone pickup. Like I'll like have no, no reason whatsoever to pick it up. And I even will tell myself I'm offline and then I'm like picking it up. What were you, what were you doing with your 10 days of freedom? Yeah. Well, part of it, I did have family come visit, so I was distracted. So that helped. And also, I don't have any notifications on anyways. I haven't had any notifications since 2017. I am not going back. So I already lived that life. I can't, I, I, nothing would get done. But I did find myself picking up my phone and I did, op- I opened Instagram, I opened Facebook, and then I'd read like two posts and go, oh no, I don't want to be here. <laughs> and then like back out. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So the last thing I'd like to ask you is we've, and you've covered a lot of amazing like tips, tools, what to do's, but are there any key social media trends that you either maybe they started in 2021, you see them going forward in 2022 or like anything new in 2022 that just like the untrained eye wouldn't recognize, but you you got your finger on the pulse. Yeah. So imperfection is going to be the name of the game on social media going forward. We kind of had this like when Insta, everyone is Insta perfect for a while. And now like the big photo shoots, the video shoots, those posts are flapping. People don't even really need heavily designed posts. You may have noticed this trend on every platform where it looks like a tweet that's screenshot. Yes. Yeah. It's so simple. Or it looks like the notes app on your phone. Like that kind of content is what's trending right now, which is a huge win for business owners because you don't have to put a lot of effort into creating it. Even on video platforms like TikTok, a video where someone's in their car just outperforms a video where they're in their studio space. So if you could just have those like in the moment, real raw, not overly produced or overly edited photos and videos and, and designs, that's what's trending right now, which should be like a little bit of a relief for business owners. Mm, I love that. Imperfection is going to be the name of the game, people. Okay, so Andrea, I would love to know, maybe you don't know it yet, but I always like to ask people, what does the top of the mountain look like for Andrea Jones? Like, where are you headed? I've been thinking a lot about this lately because I am pregnant with my first. Super excited. How, How far along are you? I'm due in April. So I've got three more months. Soon, baby, soon. Soon. And so I've been running this business for eight years one way. And now I'm thinking about the changes that I want to make to be present for a family, right? Like the young family. 
So the top of the mountain for me would look like having more space to do that. So maybe it isn't working, you know, currently I'm about 30, 40 hours a week. Maybe it's 15, 20. Maybe it's creating more support for business owners that's simpler instead of more complex. So for me, it really is all about dialing it back a little bit and still making money doing the awesome things that we do every day. But that top of the mountain moment for me right now would be to have that space to actually enjoy my life a lot more and still do all of the things that I want to do in business. I love that. You're about injecting some ease all up in that. I love it. I love it. Okay, Andrea, it's been such an amazing conversation. You gave me a lot to think of, as I know you did, the listeners. Please tell people where they can connect with you, find out more about what you're doing. We're going to link to all of your social media platforms and your website in the show notes. But let people know, where can they connect with you? Yeah, so I am everywhere at Online Drea. That's online, D-R-E-A. Instagram's my favorite. I love a good voice DM. So if you send me a note, I'd love to hear that you heard me on this podcast. And then if you love podcasts, check out mine, the Savvy Social Podcast. We have almost 200 episodes in there. So lots to learn. Yes. We interview experts. And then I also teach on the podcast, the trends episode. You may want to listen to that one as well to kind of get a sense of what's happening this year on social. I love that. I love that. Definitely will take in that trends episode. Andrea, thank you so much for being here. We appreciate you. Oh, thanks so much for having me. If you enjoyed this episode, then make sure you hit subscribe so you don't miss the juice every single week. And if you thought this episode was super juicy, it would mean the world if you gave it a five-star rating and left a review over on iTunes so I could keep bringing the juice to more people who need it. And if you want to win some juicy swag, I want you to take a screenshot of this episode from wherever you're listening, then post it to your stories and tag me over on Instagram at Monique Bryan underscore co. That's Brian with a Y and you will automatically be entered to win. Until next time, my lovelies, keep building that brand over a business and raising your juicy CEO status.